Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Isaiah 12, verses 1 through 6. Notice that this is our 254th Daily Dose Bible Overview podcast, and we started back in May 1st of 2020 in Genesis 1-1. So if you've just joined us more recently, you ought to go back and start at the beginning, follow us through Scripture. We've gotten some great feedback from people who are in their Bibles more than they've ever been. They're understanding Scripture better. They're more passionate about serving the Lord. And we're just thankful that at Christian Crusaders and the CC Podcast, God would use us to do that in the lives of some of of his people. So chapter 12 is on the heels, obviously, of chapters 1 through 11. We've got this prophet Isaiah, who's a spokesperson for God, who's called to speak to the people of Israel, God's chosen people who have drifted from him, who are sinning, who are being unfaithful, and to call them out on their sin, to call them to repentance, to turn from their sin and turn back to God, and to warn them about judgment and and destruction that is going to come as a consequence for their sin. Of course, this isn't just aimless destruction. This isn't just some God who's throwing down lightning bolts for the fun of it, but he is trying to get a handful, at least, of these wayward people, these apostate Israelites, to turn back to him so that there will be a remnant, a small group of faithful people of God who will move forward through history and eventually be the vehicle through which the Savior, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, comes to the earth. Of course, this is going to come through the stump of Jesse, the root of Jesse. Jesse, the father of King David, who was given a promise by God that there would be a king that follows him in his lineage, his descendancy, who would reign on the throne forever over a kingdom that lasts forever. Of course, that is referring to Jesus Christ. And God's going to use this remnant that has been turned back to him by this punishment to deliver this line of David that will eventually bring us Jesus Christ. And once Christ comes, He'll live a perfect life, die a sinless death, rise from death to defeat sin, death, the power of the devil. So anyone who puts their faith and trust in him can be forgiven, can have his righteousness, can stand holy and blameless before God. That's true for you or me if we trust Jesus Christ today. And eventually Christ will rule someday in the future from now even. He will rule on this earth during the millennial reign. And he will rule over the new kingdom, new heavens, and the new earth. And we read yesterday about what that's going to look like. There's going to be a supernatural degree of peace. There's going to be a reordering or a restoring of the natural order that's going to be like it was similar to the Garden of Eden. And there will be representatives in this kingdom from every tribe and tongue and nation because this gospel, this message, this family of God was always intended for the world, always intended for all nations, not just for the people of Israel. And when that day comes, when that messianic kingdom is drawn together, the people who trust Christ and who are with God in Christ forever... This is what it's going to be like, and this is what they'll say. Chapter 12, verses 1 through 6. You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away, that you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. With you, 
With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon His name, make known His deeds among the peoples, proclaim that His name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for He has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitant of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel." And what a great scene that will be in in verse 3 and 4. It talks about you. And the you in both of those verses is a plural you. It's referring to you all. And the you all includes everybody who is part of that messianic kingdom. And that includes anybody who has trusted Christ over the years. So that that you in verses 3 and 4 is actually you and me if we trust Christ as our Lord and Savior, if we've received him for the forgiveness of our sin, which is an awesome thing. I want to land on verse one and talk about an angry God. So we live in a day and an age where there are a lot of people running around under the banner of quote unquote Christianity. These could be just run of the mill Christians. They could be Christian ministries, churches, preachers, pastors, seminaries, influential Christian people, quote unquote Christian, who would suggest to us that there is no way that God would ever be angry. They're promoting this distorted view of God, that he is just kind of a warm, fuzzy God. He's not terribly concerned with sin. He would never be a God of wrath or anger. He therefore isn't terribly righteous. We don't talk about a righteous God in this context, or we don't talk about a holy God in this context, but just kind of a nice God who just wants people to feel good about themselves and is primarily concerned with us, you know, having high self-esteem. And this idea of God could not be further from the truth. If you can read chapter 12, verse one, that's obvious. It alludes to the fact that God, for the writer here, was angry with me, but then his anger turned away. And of course, what this is about is the fact that God hates sin. God is very angry about sin. God pours out his wrath on sin. He has in the past. That's what much of what we're reading about in Isaiah here is about. It's much of what we will read about in Revelation. He's going to pour out his wrath against sin like nobody's business when we get to Revelation. And this is because God, as we read earlier in Isaiah, is holy, holy, holy. He can't stand sin. He can't be in the presence of sin. It threatens his very character. And so, yes, this is a God who is angry. He's angry towards sin and he's angry towards sinners. But this is also a God who, despite his anger, despite his holiness, his righteousness, his wrath, despite all that, his love and his compassion is even greater because it's this that caused him to come up with a plan that would fix it in a way that wouldn't compromise his justice, but also would allow him to be gracious to those he loves. So he sends his perfect son, Jesus Christ, to fully meet the righteous requirements of the law, then to be punished on a cross through death, paying the penalty for sin after all of it has been put on him. He became sin who knew no sin so that we might become the righteousness of God is what scripture says through faith in Christ, we can have his righteousness. Friends, this God who loves us despite the fact that he's angry is a much, much better God and frankly, a much more biblically accurate God than the nonsense that is being promoted in some parts of quote unquote Christianity. Lord, thank you for loving us despite the fact that we're sinful and despite the fact that sin angers you. 
Help us to be motivated by your love, to love others so they may experience that love as well. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.